Fuck you, stay at home. The One Million Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Sibilance. Sibilance. Nailed it. Might want to bring that down a little bit. You bring it down a little bit. <laughs> okay. I like to crane. You like, well, you're definitely going to do that. You're going to have what they call a crick in the neck. Speaking of cranes, you know what I started watching from the beginning? Uh, which I've never watched, and I'm like actually paying attention. Cheers. Oh, like Fraser Crane. That's where you got that from. Yeah. Uh, it was either that or Karate Kid. I um I tried to do that. I got to be honest with you. I like... The Kirstie Alley episodes better than the Shelley Long episode. Well, Shelley Long is just insufferable. A little bit, and you know, it's also the, that time period, like those sitcom, those era of sitcoms are so heavy-handed anyway. Oh, of course, and they're like, you know what's super funny? An intelligent woman. Man, are they the worst? And uh, let let <laughs> us count the ways. Uh, but she is, she is one of those, though. Well, it's like any people who considers themselves to be an intellectual, which are just people I don't vibe with. Yeah. Uh, also, if you any have type to... of people like that, I'm just they always need to prove a point. Yeah. You know that they're smarter than everyone else in the room. I'm like, you already said intellectual. Yeah, Night Court kind of suffers from this. I mean, it's just that we grew up in a time where you know sitcoms, the emotion was very few and far between. I think Roseanne had emotion. A little bit, yeah. And I mean, they always had like a moment. I mean, nowadays there's, you know, there's no emotion in fucking Big Bang Theory. It's just here's joke A, joke B. Well, they literally took all the emotion out of it. They're like, you know what nerds don't have time for? (laughs) Feelings. According to my calculations. And Seinfeld specifically, I mean, they went into it like no feelings. No, that was like the mantra was like no feelings, no. Well, when you have feelings. You have to apologize for dating a 15-year-old. He never did that. Yes, he did. He never apologized for it. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. But yeah, they just have those, especially in the early 80s, they have those Sam Shepard moments where like everything gets real dark and they're just like, you know, and it's it's real. And it... Well, if you think about America and where we took a turn... It was then. I have said this to a few people, and uh, I stand by it. I feel like the world has taken a turn for the worst since the day John Candy died. You can bring it back all the way to, like, if you go to that day, everything was fine. Candy dies. Did he die show. on my birthday? The day I was born? Uh, no, I don't think that would be hilarious if he did. No, but I, was, I, don't, I was making a joke. That would be. But let's look it's it up not, just to make okay. sure. You could have gone along with my bit. Uh, damn. No. I was seven. You were seven. It's a bummer. It wasn't surprising. No, the same thing with Farley. The same thing with Belushi. Yeah. His wasn't drug induced. No, his was ham induced. Of course. Well, in Canada, they call that bacon. Yep, and he did like it. And, I, you know, to be fair, I think Candy did have his cocaine days. I, th- I don't think it just got to the extent that... It didn't... The cocaine days didn't see him to the end. No, no, they did not. Um, I didn't realize he was only 40... He was only a year older than I am now when he died. Hmm. It really That's makes you want to do those extra sit-ups at the end of your workout, doesn't it? Yep, and maybe watch Uncle Buck and Ooh. The Great Outdoors. And then... 
And then. You know what I went to today for the first time in God knows how long was a Walmart. Oh, yeah? What, were you getting a fishing license? <laughs> uh, no, I just needed a lot of bullets. No, I... <laughs> No reason. I just like to hear him rattle around when I make a turn. <laughs> um, I told I told you about that, right? We were doing the podcast when that happened. When they t- stopped selling ammo at Walmart? No, I rented a car in Colorado and there was something rattling around in the car door and it was a fucking bullet. Oh, it was just a bullet? It was a bullet. Oh, well, if you got T-boned, that would have been scary. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but yeah, I went to Walmart today for the first time in a long, long time and man... They don't, no one, if anyone was wondering if people started to give a fuck at Walmart, they haven't. First off, where is there a Walmart? Burbank. There's a Walmart in Burbank? I know, right? That's what I said. I thought the only Walmart was like down by the airport. No, that's what I thought. And then, so today I was like, we need to go, I need to make this time traveling slushy. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds crazy right now out of context, but it's for a sketch. Yeah. And so I was like, I need these LED strip lights. And so we went to Walmart, and that's exactly where we found the ones that we needed. And it was, like, the layout is exactly the same as the one back home. Mm-hmm. It was like I, I time-traveled. But I have a feeling being in Burbank, the clientele would be a step up from the Walmarts Mm-mm. at home. No, really? No, because you, you're butted up right, at, right up against Glendale there. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all those yeah. hill people. And, uh, you know, and most Los Angelinos would not shop at Walmart. Because they're very, and I mean, not that they're, not yeah. that they're shopping at mom and pop shops, but they don't. Yeah, you know what? If a mom and pop shop could give me the LED strip lights immediately today, and I could find them online and be sure that they had them. You haven't been down to Larry and Lori's LED lights. Larry and Lori's LEDs? No, it's Larry's and it's Larry and Ellery. <laughs> Larry and Ellery Dante's What happened to lights. Laura? Well, it's LED. It actually stands for Larry and Ellery Dante. Oh. No one knows that. Speaking about not going with bits. Uh, no, I thought mine went really well. Okay. <laughs> Welcome Larry, back. Larry and Ellery. Larry and L-E-D. L-E-D lights. I was just a little too high brow for you. Yeah. No, I think there, I didn't see a brow at all. It's the Botox. Is it? Those things don't move at all. They don't. No, that's my Botox oh, they, is they wearing off. there. They just moved. Yeah, looks, I know, but I know how to, to make some... it look like I just, just got it done. Yeah, you, <laughs> it looks like you have to push them up. You can't pull them up. Yeah. I meant with your face. Oh. Uh, one more time. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. Hello. I'm Andy Porter. And we are siblings mm-hmm. still. <sighs> yep. Uh, this is our podcast. Till we secede. Till we, till we, is that what it's called when you divorce your parents? No, no, no. That's uh, that's succession. No, that's a show. No, it's emancipation. Emancipation. That's and right. also you have to do that before eighteen. Also, yeah, that's and right. And who are we, the Culkins? <laughs> oh man, we would have had to proclamate our emancipation. Although mom and dad kind of proclamated our emancipation when we were 18 when they were like, get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. They proclamated our emancipation before it was time. They were like, do you want to sign this paper? <laughs> I know your birthday is tomorrow, but we can still have nothing to do with you. after. And this. I know you're only turning 12, but we may as well start the paperwork. But seriously, it takes time. The courts are slow. Uh, and mom is punctual. Mom is very punctual. Um, 
Man, speaking of mom and dad, it is very cold in a lot of the country. I am very glad I'm not there. Uh, man, Texas got snow, and I've been in Texas when there's snow, and they don't know what to do with that shit. Do they shoot at it? <laughs> they might as well, because I'm not kidding. Uh, I think there is like one or two plows, and then... Tanya, t- I can't get them all by myself. <laughs> Today, I found out that the state of Texas uh, cheaped out on winterizing their f- utilities... Like what does that mean? Like the water plants? The water plants and the, their Texas, believe it or not, has a lot of wind plants, has a lot of wind farms. And they were supposed to winterize said winter f- wind farms, but they decided to put that money elsewhere like, I don't know, Trump support or something. I don't know or what. Or Ted Cruz's funny little haircuts. Or, or Ted Cruz's funny little, well, he's been saving money on those. But uh <laughs> Just do half. Yeah. So whatever, for whatever reasons, they did not winterize these these things that are very important, and they're and they're like emergency snow vehicles. They didn't winterize their fucking snow vehicles, so that that's why everyone's having blackouts. It's because they didn't winterize, winterize. They didn't winterize their power equipment. They didn't want to rise. They didn't want or winterize. <laughs> they didn't want to winterize. Talking about jumping over a dollar to get to a dime, uh, politics. At its finest. Of course, we come from a state where they couldn't get a fucking budget together and they almost didn't have school for a year. Yeah. And they were like, you know what we don't need? Math or music. Math. <laughs> Snip, snap. The M's are gone. And then they wonder why the kids are shooting everybody. It's like maybe if they could paint or play the trombone. I mean, let's be real. Hitler and John Wayne Gacy all painted. That's true. Didn't really. Well, John Wayne Gacy didn't actually paint those. Oh, he didn't? Uh, no. I know th- nothing about John Wayne Gacy because I'm not into killers that weren't in wars, I guess. <laughs> it is a war, Chris. It's the American war. It's of the people. Pay attention. No, he was in prison and painted all these uh, paintings of clowns because he would moonlight as a clown at parties. Okay. And that's how he would entrap and ensnare his prey, which were usually young gay men. Okay. And uh, John Wayne Gacy, was he the hot one? No, no, no. That's uh, Ted Bundy. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, oof, it's rough. But he was in the 70s. But he did paintings in prison and sold them for so much money because people wanted to own the serial killer's paintings. I mean, yeah. But it has turned out they uh, that in prison, he paid a lot of inmates to really? paint these paintings. I don't... I am unsure of the percentage of how many of them are real or not. Uh, yeah, he looks a little off, this fella. Yeah, he's, well, and he is. 33 murders was the most by one individual in history at the time. I guess it's been, oh, that one guy from oh, the Golden State Killer was like 90-something. So he would lure them under the pretense of um, demonstrating a magic trick and would put wait, them in handcuffs. Wait, can we stop here? Uh, he would he would be like, "Hey, you want to come back to my house and see a magic trick?" Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was a seventy, so probably. <laughs> Why can't you do it here? Uh, I forgot my handcuffs. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, it was a lot of young young men too. It was pretty. He was pretty bad. He's also not the guy who made the skin stuff. He's not that guy. No, there and was he was in- married while he was killing a lot of these dudes. That's crazy. Yeah. Ed Gein, he's a guy, he made skin lamps and belts. Really? Like, he's the one that uh, Silence of the Lamps is based on. 
Gross. Yeah. Is he was here in the States? Oh, yeah. Ugh. People are weird. But at the same time, way to follow a dream. <laughs> I can't fucking find this goddamn skin belt anywhere. You know what? I guess I'll just make one myself. I've been to Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> I went to TJ Maxx. I went to Marshalls. That's where I got the last three. I went to Dick's of all places. Where would you think, to, where, really though, of all the stores, where would you think would sell a skin belt? I think that's a Catholic spe- Charities. Wow. What? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hey, I went there, too. I know. <laughs> uh, for the record, I was going to say Spencer's. <laughs> Spencer's. Well, that would have been wrong. <laughs> that would have been wrong. I don't even dabble in the skin arts. So uh, we just saw each other on Saturday, but uh, how was your Saturday night and your Sunday? Well, my Saturday night, like I said on the last podcast, I was supposed to do a virtual Spooky Dudes. That's right. But I have a friend of mine who is working on the fan-controlled football league. Oh, that's right. Known as the FCF. And if you can imagine, they didn't budget their time properly. In In what facet? It was their first game day. I don't know how many teams there are, so I don't know how many games there are supposed to be. Okay. Um, but I think they had two games in one day on Saturday. I think it's only like six teams. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring it up here. Yeah. What I love about this league is that you can only watch it on Twitch and it was conceptualized in 2017, but four years later, this is their first season. So just so you know, uh, this is from the FCF, uh, website. It says, uh, in this league, your voice matters. You make the decisions that will help your team on the road to the title. The better your picks, the more powerful you'll earn as you lead your ch- team to a championship. And they do have, like, Johnny Manziel's playing. It's kind of like the newest XFL kind of thing. Yeah, it's not even close to the XFL. Okay. The- okay. Marshawn Lynch is one of the owners of one of these teams. But uh, it's their, their practice field uh, right next to where the pylon would be. Of the end zone on on the and out of the out of bounds is a fire hydrant. At the practice field. Yep, just right there. That seems ill placed. Yeah, you. I mean, pretty much one of the most number one places where you want to tackle someone. Uh, both of the opening games this week were close with the uh, Wild Aces topping the Glacier Boys. Oh, the Glacier Boys. That's who Mar- Marshawn Lynch owns. And the Beasts beating the Zappers, forty-eight, forty-four. Uh, fans love calling plays. Again, I don't have the numbers available. The guy says, uh, yeah, so it's fan controlled football. So basically if you're on Twitch, depending on, I don't know if your commenter points have anything to do with it. Twitch is the first thing that has made me realize Yeah, I'm too old for this and I'm okay with being too old for this because I just don't understand how it, how it works. I thought it was just people watching people play video games, but apparently they branched out into people watching people do real games um it's been real games so it's real games the whole time uh yes and it looks like it's seven on seven it's not real football uh so that kind of helps um and it's indoors seems very arena ish oh yeah they are in an arena um yeah, it's kind of crazy but our friend uh Dougie who's Jordy's brother has been suggesting some really good stuff. Uh-huh. Like instead of a coin toss, like why don't you slap the quarterbacks and see who reacts the least? 
Uh, so yeah, so you did not do your spooky dudes. No, be- so I fell asleep on my couch uh, at around nine watching Cheers. Because, oh, because Jordy's internet wasn't working? No, or- he was still working. They, were, oh, he was- they just, the games went on for so long. Oh, uh, I had that. That happened to me on my softball game. Uh, and then did you do anything fun on Sunday? Yes, Tyler made me brunch on Sunday. It was so nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. You sent pictures of the biscuits and gravy casserole. So Tyler just told me he was making a southern casserole. And I was like, whatever it is, I'm fucking so on board. Because it sounds super not good for you, and I'm in. So he makes it. It's sage sausage and hot Jimmy Dean sausage. And you mix them together. And then he put a brick of cream cheese in there. And then in a casserole dish, two rolls of Pillsbury Crescent dough. Just rolled out. Don't break them apart. Just roll them on the bottom of the pan. Sausage mix. Top it off with two more rolls of the crescent dough. Just lay it out on top like a crust. Yeah, yeah. And you put that in the oven for, I don't know, probably till it's brown and crispy. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit. It was biscuits and gravy casserole. Sounds good. Look good. It was so good, but it was so heavy. I vomited it back up pretty soon after. Oh, that's right. Was that during the workout? No. The workout was the day before. We talked about it the workout the last time. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, And then did you have to work on President's Day? Of course I did. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, Let's see. What did I do? Uh, Saturday night, I had a friend come over. We had some drinks. She left. Uh, Next day, uh, I played softball, which was fun. And then I had another friend come over. And uh, By friends, do you mean ladies? Yeah, but not of not girls that I really want to date particularly. Oh, so you're just chilling? Uh, yeah, just hanging out. Uh, a lot of them were like, it was it was a lot. But they were both girls that it was like for months and months we've been like, let's hang out. And mm. I was like, well, this would be a good time. And uh, the one wanted to like, I think we talked about it on the last pod, wanted to go out like have drinks and i was like yeah no oh right i'm not doing that quite yet right and uh and then the other one was just she lives in south of town and uh was up here so she just kind of hung out yeah so it was fun lots of tequila was drank lots of records were played uh what else oh and then yesterday i played the longest game of softball ever how long was it it was like two hours which for softball is a little long about an hour and 15 it starts to get boring even if you're playing it and uh man it was like the fifth inning why could they point. not find one of the balls <laughs> no, it's just a lot of old dudes taking their time and balls getting hit in the gaps and really just old dudes taking their time and it being a holiday it was like even even slower and can we just talk about how fucking old dudes just love to take their time uh, yeah, there's a couple, you know, some dudes realize it's like, oh, I'm up next. So I'll go stand near the batter's place so that I can be ready when it's my turn. And then there are other dudes that are like, oh, is it my turn? Well, let me meander on over to my bag real quick and shuffle around and then maybe grab my bat and look around for the up. I'm going to scratch my balls up. One's near my knee. And then, uh, okay, I'll bat, and then he'll ground it. Hey, Porter, you're sitting down. Could you grab that for me? Oh, what? A little to the left. <laughs> but no. Gentler. It would be. Uh, it was a good time, and then I made myself a steak. 
And yeah, it was real nice. It's always a good day when you get to have a steak at the end of the day. It was a good day. And then that was a good day. And uh, what else did I do? I didn't. It's just nothing on TV right now. I'm super bummed about it. Have did did you have you watched Cheers? <laughs> Only when like they were on. WandaVision is so good. How are you not watching What's WandaVision? WandaVision? It's the new. It's the Marvel series on Disney Plus. Okay. <coughs> oh, can we talk about this? Okay, let hold me... on. No, 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 no. Oh, remind me about my rage. Fucking! I guarantee you, I'll do it accidentally. Okay. So. Uh, WandaVision is a show on Disney Plus. Uh, it's Marvel. It takes place after Infinity War ends, but it goes through different decades of highly popular television shows. The first two episodes are very complimentary of Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke, I Dream of Jeannie, and then it transitions into the 70s, so it's a little like Brady Bunch and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But it's with the Scarlet Witch and Vision, and they are like fucking n- knocking it out of the park. With being very complimentary to the performances of those times. Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe I will check that out. Do I have to have watched all those movies? Because when you're like, it no. takes place after Infinity War, I was like, didn't see that one. Uh, so here's my rage. So remember how somehow I did something on the Apple TV where all of a sudden all dad's apps were on my Apple TV? Uh, so I reset all of my things. All my Apple TVs, one of which took several hours. and uh, One app? No, all like I reset the Apple TV like to fucking oh. factory reset. I was like, I'm just going to start all over. Signed in, downloaded every fucking app back. Then I was like, fucking whatever. I was, so I, I have to just go through and delete them all one by one. Then I went to log in to fucking Disney Plus and it tells me I need dad's old, the password for dad's old iTunes account from like three accounts ago. No. Then I go to fucking, I was like, and I fucking rage, rage, rage. Then I go to fucking Netflix. It tells me I need your fucking password. I fucking lost. I, de- I deleted the app. I re-downloaded. It was like, nope, I still. So then I went to my settings and I, because re- we were all on like a family thing. I was like, you're not on the family thing. Dad's not on the family thing. I'll fucking put you back on when I figure this shit back out. I know. I got a notification. I got two notifications today. It was like, Chris took you off the family. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, I just want to be able to watch fucking Netflix in my fucking bedroom. And well, I- if you ever need my password, it's fart 69 fart. It still is. Usually. Do you have to update your Apple TV? I bet. I just. That's what it did when it restarted. It updated all of it. No, you... It said reset and update. Go and double check that your... I know that you did that, and I understand your frustration. I have done this with a former iPhone. That I was like, I did this thing, and it was like, no, you still have to do a software update. All right, fine. Uh, That being said, um, I don't... Yeah, there was... Man, the rage built back up again. Anywho, uh, it was a good, it was a good weekend. Uh, you know, yep. Chris, I couldn't agree more. There it is. Uh, well, presidents. It's a bummer you can get Presidents Day off. That's one of those weird holidays. 
that like some people get off, but some people don't get off. Yeah, but it's like based around George Washington's birthday and everyone's and Abraham like, Lincoln. Oh, my Alexa. Ruby. What's your problem with George Washington? I don't have a problem with George Washington. Yeah, I'm just saying, and well, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, because of the time, did not have the most comprehensive perspectives about racial issues. Well, yeah, well, you know, Lincoln did help emancipate the slaves. Yes, Washington was a slave owner. Yeah, but he, you know, he was also the first president, and you know, right? I'm not. That's not what. I, okay. Nice. I'm just saying Alexa only told me it was George Washington's birthday, and I thought that was pretty rude of her. No, no, no. It's George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, because they used to be separate holidays. I don't know if you were conscious at that point. but they Was used it last to- week? No. Like, I don't remember when it became President's Day, but you used to get like two Mondays off in a row. It was like, oh, you get Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday. And it was like, cool, like two, three-day weekends in a oh row. God, the 90s sounded so awesome. I think it was before that, but go fuck yourself. And then... Um, I was alive in the 90s. Yeah, but you weren't a person. Uh, president. I was towards the end. Uh, let's see here. Pre- you could say I'm still not a person. Nope. Yeah, when it takes me to the History Channel. Like, they know anything. All they know is Pawn Stars. I can't leave that in because I work for that company right now. <laughs> uh, when did it start? 1968. No, it was because I was around. No, you weren't. No, it happened before That's that. That's on Britannica. That's even Britain is saying it's right. <laughs> in 1968, the holiday was adapted to honor, so honor that it moved to the third Monday and the President's Day is also... What? I thought it was. I thought I was around in a time when it was when we did Lincoln too. Remember when we used to do Lincoln too? That's what the whores of yore used to say. What? <laughs> uh, remember when we used to do Lincoln too? And one day, you guys are nuts. Oh uh, man, yeah, I thought I was around when it was when you got both days off. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I did time travel at one point. I have a good question for you. Okay. But I would like, I ha- I want to bring something up, but I would like to segue into it with our cousin Brock sent us this video on Sunday of the Jack and Diane song <laughs> by John Mellencamp. What is that song actually called? Jack and Diane. Is it Jack and Diane? Yeah, but he keep he only keeps he only sings Sucking on Chili Dogs. He sings Those the, are the only lyrics. These are the only lyrics he sings. Uh, this might get taken down. We're gonna put it on the pod, but we won't we won't post the video because he'll for sure pull it. He Instagram will for sure pull it. Instagram will for sure pull it. We don't know if Instagram is a he or a she. Could be a they. Also, it's like they. Instagram. I feel like Instagram's a they, like there's a board. Yeah, I think Instagram's a they. Mm. Um, There's an ink at some point. An INC. I also showed this to my coworkers yesterday, and then everyone in the whole office was just singing Sucking on Chili Dogs. Because those are the only words anyone really knows. Well, those are the only words our family says because we're the worst. It's also a weird thing to say. It's one of the strangest lyrics 
Because who's ever sucked on something with a bun? Yeah, gulping down a chili dog. Chomping, Eat- chomping chili dogs. Uh, For- eating, eating a chili dog. Hoover and chili dogs. No, that's still sucking. You just changed rock to stone. Deep throat and chili dogs. <laughs> Bottoming chili dogs. Nope, nope, nope. I don't think that's it. Sucking on a chili dog. 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 Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, chili. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on. That's my favorite part. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili, sucking on a dog. That's sucking on chili, sucking on a dog. Shout out to uh, Tom McGovern. You can find him on Twitter at Tom McGovern and the number 27. Because that's fucking so funny. And I'm pretty sure our entire family has done that for a full version of that song. Many a time, but none of us can remember when that was. So, uh, what you uh, played that song? What was it for? You had a question. Oh yeah. Favorite concert you've ever been to? Oh, that's easy. Jimmy Page and the Black Crows, two thousand Chicago. Me and Mike Austin and his friend was well, his. That was his radio name. But, uh, yeah, we went, I remember we walked in and I said, this is going to be the greatest two and a half hours of our lives. And it totally was, uh, played a lot of Zeppelin, played some old blues covers, uh, played some really cool crows versions of songs. And can you find that album on Spotify? Yeah. The Jimmy page and black crows record is on there. It's not from the Chicago one, but, uh, it's the album that came out that spawned the tour. Uh, But yeah, I I, I got to go and I got real fortunate because that thing was supposed to be three legs. And after the first leg, uh, Jimmy canceled it. So one of the few to actually even see that concert. Why did he cancel? Um, He said he had back issues, but if you read Steve Gorman's book, uh, he tells a story and I'd heard this story before. Uh, Jimmy Page takes Rich Robinson out to dinner and basically says the Black Crows should be way bigger than they are. Uh, he goes, well, I'd like to go ahead and produce the next record for you and help you write some songs. And Rich basically said, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, and so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I don't know why to ask you why. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know. You know, you're five albums in. Maybe you think you know what you're doing, and you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that's what happened when bodies start slapping and you start doing the wild thing. 
but yeah. I didn't want painting lessons from Van Gogh anyway. Right. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, and so, but Jimmy kind of took offense to that and uh, said, and I guess his manager or his assistant walked into the room and was like, hey, uh, he's not going to do the rest of the tour. His back hurts. And uh, that was that. But yeah, that was definitely my favorite concert. Uh, but uh, what was yours? That's so wild that if he was like, that was like a, I'll take you under my wing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That he was like, oh, you don't want this? Then pata, which he was right to do. Yes. I understand both sides of that coin. That being said, Rich Robinson denies that it ever happened. Well, there you have it, folks. So You heard it here last. <laughs> it's not my favorite concert, but it is my most successful. I don't know what that means. Well, I'm about to tell you. All right. So I don't know if anyone's ever bragged about telling a story about seeing Red Hot Chili Peppers, but here we go. They, I mean, they have, but they were white dudes with dreadlocks and stuff. So there I was, a white guy with dreadlocks. Uh, no, so I was in high school. Uh, my boyfriend and his band, including Kean Byrne, who wrote the theme song to our podcast this podcast uh all of the theme songs to this podcast they all had tickets to go see red hot chili peppers in a suite at kemper arena which dates me because kemper arena has not been a functioning concert venue for quite some time i don't believe so it's a functioning some sort of venue though it's still storage no it's it's something i think the american royal moved into it oh that's nice yeah Go ahead. So they all bragged about going. And so I'm in high school. I'm 16 years old. My friend Jack, she had an extra ticket. And it was like 30 bucks because there were shitty seats. But I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's go. Oh, it's called Hy-Vee Arena now. It's not called Kemper anymore. Uh, that is correct. Prior to conversion, it's a youth sports facility now. Huh. So. Interesting. Um. So. So Jack and I get dropped off at the concert. I buy this like $30 ticket from her. And we go to the bathroom and we find one floor ticket that hadn't been ripped yet. Yep. Because there weren't scanners back then. Yep. So we go down to the floor guy and my friend Jack was like, hey, this is my ticket. My friend lost hers. And I was like, I'm really sorry. And like, I just was in the bathroom and I lost it. I don't know where it is. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, Jesus Christ, just go, just go. (laughs) Because imagine, like, me yeah, at yeah. 16, just, like, peak oh, worst. fucking that. Yep. <laughs> I, was, I think I was long gone by then. Anyway, I saw Flea's pubes. You saw whose pubes? Flea's pubes. Well, that's not hard. It wasn't hard. They were hard. wearing underwear. Well. Uh, I remember Flea told a story uh, of, like, like, a bouncer told him, they had left and a girl found like a pair of those. Some girls got backstage and found the underwear and the girl brings it out into her mouth. <laughs> I, I listen, I grew up during the boy band craze. I understand. Would you drive. have run JT's? Fucking, I don't want to taste anyone's ball sweat. <laughs> and not in that quantity. <laughs> you know, because some usually you're just like, well, this is just here from earlier today, and I'm doing you a favor. 
Uh, well, it's Listen to Mail time. Ba-da-da-da. Listen to Mail. Hey, if you have questions, concerns, or if you need life advice, send them to one millionth pod. It's all words. It's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D at gmail.com. He's got it down. And if you're lucky, uh, we will read and answer your questions right here on the podcast. And I've been teaching Otto to read. Have you? Yeah, so maybe next week he'll be Why ready. Why don't you teach him to come the first time? Listen, what he does in his own private time is up to him. I mean, like, when you call him. Oh, that would be gross. Fucking gross. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean, for him to come closer than he was. All right. I can't with you. You're uh, the one who's just talking about my dog jizzing all over no, my apartment. Not, no, that's that word has other meanings. And one way more important. You knew what you said. I didn't. I didn't. Fucking gross. Uh, this, uh, our friend, this is our old friend CJ. You remember CJ. With the Mustangs. Had the Mustangs. Uh, this one's from CJ. He says, can't we, he says, can we shoot the groundhog in the subject line? Dear Porter Sibs, that's us, uh, then in parentheses, the words, an expletive amount of expletive punctuation jokes to be inserted here, comma, expletive, close parentheses. Really well, to the point. Followed by another comma. Uh, CJ says, missed you guys last week. Bummer about the chiefs. Yes, or bummer about the chefs. Yes, I know I said chefs. Great Thumbs- googly moogly. Thumbs up emoji. So we got five inches Tuesday. I'm assuming he's meaning of snow. And are supposed to get five more the next few days. Snow, Andy. Snow. <laughs> Look at how funny my segue was now. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so who do we hire to take out Phil? Just saying. Sitting here for another hospital stay. He just kind of glosses over that. Oh, man. What man, I- dude, that's such a bummer. I'm so sorry. Wish I could be jamming gears in my ponies. That's uh, All right. dude slang Just heavy-handed. for driving his Mustang. So it's not too much trouble. Could you send some of that 70 degrees our way? I, well, we don't know where you're at, bud. We should just point our fans west. That would be great. <laughs> or south. Well, maybe No, west even... would be very stupid, actually. Cause... Yeah, because we do have a big fan. A group of fans in Los Angeles, so they would just go into the ocean, and it would be semi our fault. That would be great, he says. And don't worry about the Chiefs. Brady won't. Brady can't play forever. Although I don't I'm, know. I don't know. Although I'm starting to think he made a deal with Lucifer. Hey, we get a couple more linemen. That game's a lot closer than it was. Have a great week, you guys. And when the weather breaks, come on by. We'll take care. We'll take one of my ponies for a spin, Casey. Uh, now listen to this. P.S. I had to ditch the GT and saline for my two new rides. A 93 Cobra with only 7,800 miles. Wow. That's that is a cool. great looking car. I mean, and that's my least favorite generation of Mustang. And that's still a really good looking car. I don't know. But like the nostalgia of it, though, is adding like a nice extra layer of. I mean, I've, that is gem mint. And then he also got a 2020 RTR, which looks to me to be the baddest of the bad of the Mustangs. But that, they look like it's crying. Look at those front headlights. They look like little tiny tears. Those tears are from the speed. Oh. You know, like when you're on a roller coaster and your <laughs> eyes your eyes start to beat up. That's exactly what that's from. Or if you're about to joust, you could make them red for the blood of your enemies. Uh, yes. 
That's you know when you car jest, <laughs> Chris? Uh, I haven't done that in quite some time. And by quite some time, I mean ever. <laughs> uh, this next one's from Steven. First off, thanks, Casey. Sorry we called you CJ earlier. Uh, this next one's from Steven. Wasn't that CJ, though? No, he calls himself Casey, but his emails, it says CJ. Oh, I understand now. Yeah. My we, bad, CJC. And we not, and I'm still not real sure. And he also does photography, as you can see here. CJ photography. What if this is just our mom? Well, then mom's gotten really. Mom wants. Mom needs to let us drive these Mustangs. <laughs> mom's like, we've been driving I the cat. Missed my car. <laughs> <laughs> mom's having her drive her Cadillac around, and she's got this RTR we could be driving. Uh, man, I hope you keep the miles off that 93. I know it's so, it really is pretty, I also, I would like to know the story of, of how you found a car light. Was it in a garage? Uh, was it in a shipping container? I just want to know where it's been. Or if someone was just like, I only take that out on fucking Sundays. Sundays. Uh, but anyway, thanks for writing in Casey. Uh, this next one's from Steven, looking for life advice. Uh, it says it right off the top. Uh, advice, crush on a girl I barely know, says the subject. Uh-oh. Dear Chris and Andy, comma. Thanks for the podcast and stand-up. Really love both of you guys and listen to your banter. Hey, Andy. Oh, no. No, you were supposed to say hey, Chris, and that would have been banter. I'm in need of some advice about no, Wait, a- go back. I can do it. Okay. Uh, thanks for the podcast and stand up. Really love both of you guys and listen to your banter. Hey, hey, Andy. Hey, Chris. See, we're bantering. Banter and back at you. Ba boom, ba boom. I'm in need of some advice about a lady in my life, says Stephen. We were friends at college and participated in theater productions together. Andy did that. Oh, I know all too well where this is going. Although we were never super close, we were good friends, and I think very highly of her. She's sweet, funny, cute, and a very positive person. Well, that's rare in that scene. Okay. That was... <laughs> Literally, I'm still friends with everyone I went to college with. Yeah, so. I know. I'm friends with a lot of them, too, and none of them are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they are I'm, funny, but they are definitely not very positive. I was also like had a little worry that this maybe was an email to me. And oh. then I read the next sentence and I was like, no, it's not. And that's yeah. such a bummer. It's weird that you made it about you. That hey, was I would years. just like to feel... Like maybe someone was attracted to me a little bit. That's all I'm trying to do. Maybe this podcast that I do would bring someone to me. But also every time a guy writes in and asks you out on a date on the podcast, you don't even let us read the email. That's happened twice in 82 episodes. Well, I'm just saying manifest. And they were absolute. Boop. I mean, I'm sure they still listen. No, I wasn't going to leave that part in. Okay. I was going to boop that out. Because <laughs> that word is too strong for how I feel about those people. They wouldn't be able to handle my it would also love. It would also leave some like mystery to it. It'd be like, those people were real boop. And they're like, maybe said something awesome. Uh, anyway, back to Steve. That was four years ago that he knew her. Uh, fast forward to now. We don't talk anymore because we generally don't see each other. 
The most we interact is every couple of months we both play video games with our mutual friend group. The problem is I'm starting to develop a crush on her. Uh-oh. My question, and we will pause the letter here. Uh, my question is, uh, if you guys don't really hang out, how's the crush developing? Uh, well, because you can chat over the phone. But he's when just you're... said the most we interact is every couple months. When they play video games, but it's like a crazy time. We're living in a crazy time where people don't get to go outside very often. Well, uh, again, and I think what I was about to say was um, you might just be lonely. I mean, we're all lonely, and in, when we're lonely and we can't see the people we want to see due to the pandemic. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me let me stop. Let's read. Before I speak, let me read further on. The, there was a moment we had back at school where I thought she might have been into me, but due to my personal life being a shit show at the time, I never went for it at the risk of sounding creepy. I think about that moment a lot and wish I had the balls to ask her out there. No, that's not creepy. You just, you know, you had a chance at something, and it's gone now, and... That happens to a lot of us. Uh, At this point, he says, I don't think it's a great idea to try to make a move on her, especially since we aren't very close anymore. As much as thinking about it makes me feel good, it just doesn't seem realistic. What can I should I do to get past this besides hooking up with some random girl? I have no game and COVID makes that whole thing impractical. Uh, Thanks for everything. Fuck you. Stay at home, Steve. Uh, This is what I would do. And then I will let Andy... uh, and then let Andy give you her advice. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, I, if you follow this girl on Instagram, I would wait for her to like maybe make a post or something or a comment, maybe on a story. And don't be creepy, but just say something funny that is in relation to her. Because this is what I do sometimes. I have done. It's like, oh, I don't really want to just reach out to this girl. Uh, and then she posts some funny story on her thing, and then I just comment on it. And if she comments back, guess what? You're in a fucking conversation. And now, uh, you know, play it lightly and see where it goes. Uh, that that's that would be my advice. Um, I think that is great advice. I say lead with that, and then also uh, from there, just make a hard left and swing for the fences. You sound like someone who... You've known her for a long time. She obviously knows you. This wouldn't be anything new to her. And if you feel like there was a time where she was into you, it's because she fucking was. I say, tell her you're into her. I feel like there's maybe a little bit of a lack of confidence going on here. Yeah, I definitely And you know what she would love is a dude who just grows a huge fucking sack of balls and just says, hey, I know in college... Things could have happened. They didn't. My life was kind of bananas. But right now, I'm here. What's up? And see how that goes. Yeah. There it is. Um, that's a that's a, that's an awfully big meatball you're asking for there. <laughs> it's a species spicy meatball. Yeah. Well, I, no, I'm just... Uh, that is a very broad strokes. Yeah. We're talking over a, a three-hour film. For sure. Where th- those are the beats we're moving through. Okay. You know? Um, you, finesse your way into it. Just don't like swing your sack right into her face like that. Because I will say this. Uh, what Andy's saying is true. and it's But there is this like fine line where, and it's also about the girl's perspective on things, like where if you make a bold move like that, if she's into it, it's cool. Uh, if she's not into it, it's borderline creepy. 
Well, you could also say like, hey, I felt this vibe once upon a time, however long ago it was. Call me crazy, but I felt like there was something there. I am making this gesture to be like, hey, I'm interested in pursuing this if you are too. And if she's not, she's not. You leave that as an open door, but there's definitely a way to say it without coming off like a fucking perv. For sure. And uh, but yeah, start it light and then uh, and then do Andy's thing. I think that's I think that's that's a grand plan. Yeah. And um, all right. Because also I have had friends that have said I felt like this was a thing in college and I was like, hey, man, no harm, no foul. But I think there was a misjudgment there. Yeah. And guess what? We're still really good friends. For sure. I've also had it go the other way, too. And then we boned. And that was it. Uh, what's up, Mom? <laughs> Anywho. All right. Well, that was Listener Mail. Better to that. Uh, Listener Mail and this podcast is brought to you by Back Attack Snacks. Hey, if you're hungry and you need a good, healthy snack, go to backattacksnacks.com. Uh, it's a good company from Cleveland, Ohio, family owned, and everything's made. Everything's homemade. And you can get some of their beef jerky, several flavors. They got jerky that's not beef. It's some sort of magical mushroom that won't get you high, but will get you sustained sustained and it's only made by hose it's a homemade hose only up in this kitchen making your jerky and your nuts you always ruin it uh but she's gotta jerk it off to the nut okay that's the hose anthem they do have really good almonds at bag attack snacks they have several flavors uh go to bag get your snacks tell them what happens annie when you go to backattacksnacks.com, when you go to check out, enter in the promo code one millionth pod that all words one million with a TH and a POD. And you'll get twenty-five percent off your whole order. I'm not even gonna tell you how that works. You're gonna find it out for yourself and it's gonna be a surprise. It's a surprise for me every time. Backattacksnacks.com. So we talk about Florida a lot. Uh-huh. Because a lot of things happen in Florida. Yeah. And this is about as Florida as it gets. You said this last week. Well, this guy, I'll just put it up on the screen. Um, This guy, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> you know what about this guy? I don't know about it. It's this guy. Oh, no, I don't know about this guy. He has the state of Florida tattooed. On his, right between his eyes. It dang, Basically, the state of Florida is giving him a Roman helmet. What's uh, a Roman helmet? You Roma, know what? A Roman it's- helmet is where uh, you, it's like a tea bag, but the, the, the penis comes down on the forehead and begins to dangle between the eyes like a Roman, like a Roman helmet. Uh, we will obviously put this photo on the Instagram, which is why you should follow our Instagram at one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a TH and a POD on the Instagram because we post things like this. I just don't. It's so small and he has no other That's, tattoos, no neck tattoos, no head tattoos, nothing in his ears. And this is the first one he decides to go with on his face. Just, well, I don't. You know, how like. You and I smoke weed and we're pretty functional. No. (laughs) But we are. Uh, And then there are like people that smoke weed and become like a different person. Oh, you mean the troubles. The I think this dude's a trouble because 
the tattoo is not why he made the news. Uh, listen, Chris and Andy crime tips. If you're listen, we're all looking for a ride sometimes. <laughs> right. Uh, if you don't have money for a cab or an Uber, call a friend. If you don't have a friend, walk. Whatever you do, do not call 911. Oh, that's Because bad. that's what this dude did. That's what Florida Tattoo Guy did. Uh, he is 22 years old. He dialed 911 to request a ride home uh, in uh, right outside Tampa. A, oh, well, a, that makes sense. A deputy found him and offered to call him a cab, but he said he didn't have the money. So the cop let him go. Then he began to walk the direction he lives and again called 911 for a ride. <sighs> the officer caught up and arrested him this time while he was still on the phone with 911. Guess what? He, they searched him. He had weed on him. That's it? Which is not legal in Florida. Yeah, but if you're going to call 911... <laughs> But you can get bath salts in Florida. Like I can just like go purchase bath salt at a Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. Where are you and going? And he with can't this? buy weed. Yeah, but I don't even think you can buy bath salts anymore. I think they have them at Bath and Body Works. I have purchased them there. Hey, did you? They've smoke got lavender. Them they've got vanilla. Over? They've got. But did they? Didn't they re-engineer them to where you can't? You don't smoke them and eat people's faces. Well, I was making a goof because they're two different things. Yeah, I didn't follow it. Oh, because there are literal bath salts that you put on your bathtub mm-hmm. that are, like, scented. I understand that. Oh. Those are different. Okay. It's not what people were smoking. Yeah, I know. I got the joke. I was just asking, didn't they fix that, though? I was letting you have your joke, but then I was like, in also epilogue. Yeah, no, they, uh, no, there was, there were no differences. Or there were. Either way, congratulations, or I'm sorry that that happened. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Mom tuned out. She was like, they're high again. <laughs> she hates it so much. Every time I think it's a funny one, Mom's like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think if Dad wasn't such a huge fan, Mom would have stopped listening episodes ago. Oh, I don't think she would have even started. <laughs> I love her so much, but she's like, I talk to them every day. I mean, yeah. what else do they have to say? Uh, and that's fair. That is absolutely Yeah, she's fair. not wrong. So uh, Valentine's Day has come and gone. It has. It was Saturday. And it was one night in Bangkok and the whole world crumbled. Something else is about destiny. Uh, But it was one night in Bangkok and a young man was going out on a Valentine's Day date. Okay. With his girlfriend. Good. That's a good one to do it with. Uh, But he was left in uncontrollable pain in his penis. Uh Uh-oh. After he tried to enlarge his penis with a metal ring. Because he wanted to his pre- he wanted to impress his girlfriend for Valentine's Day. Hmm. Uh, the unnamed man <laughs> uh, heard the trick required only the contents of his toolbox, so he got uh, a nut no. from his toolbox, and I don't mean a testicle; I mean an actual metal nut, as in and bolt. Yeah. Uh, that would enlarge it by 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 forcing the blood to the rest of the the whatever. 
yeah, glands. Yeah, like a do-it-yourself cock ring, basically. Basically, so he used baby oil to slip it on. And as his dick continued to swell, he became terrified. <laughs> as mean, one would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I bet it didn't turn a good color either. Canceled his date. Yeah, that'll happen. I got to cancel Valentine's <laughs> Day. My dick is so big. I can't. It's scary. It's scary big. And it, so full of blood. Um, But yeah, so he slept on it. And the next day, his penis became swollen. He still had the nut on it. <laughs> he experienced a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, he tried to remove the ring, which I think a little futile at that point. Lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. <laughs> well, his dick doesn't have the fucking threading. Yeah, but the bolt does, in the, or the nut does, and that is going to come into play. <laughs> uh, he was terrified he was going to have his dick cut off. He was terrified that it had swollen so much he thought it was going to burst. So he called the emergency services that afternoon. This dude's sense of urgency is just mind-blowing. It's a real catch-22 yourself in there. It had been over 24 hours by the time he got to the hospital. It was near the base of his dick. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital and it was the, so, the, so they had to cut it off and they had yeah. to carefully, carefully slice it Very off. Very much so. <laughs> with a metal cutter. It took an hour. Oh, the man oh, cried oh. with pain throughout the entire procedure. I'm sure. The ring had a diameter of three centimeters, which whatever that is in American, and was 1.5 centimeters thick. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's about an inch. Yikes. Yeah. Must have used a lot of baby oil. Yeah. Uh, so they used a handheld steel tool, a pair of pliers, and a thin metal sheet to avoid the slide under the ring. Okay, so they avoided him from being cut, but he was just screaming the entire time, which I'm sure because, like, your yeah. dick is so swollen. Oh, my God. Uh, but it was removed without a, without a scratch. Good. Without a scratch. I wonder... That had to do some serious vascular damage, though. Like, he's going to have huge ED issues, I would assume. Or maybe this is a huge benefit. (laughs) Maybe he doesn't even have to think about putting his dick in his toolbox (laughs) anymore. You know, I bet he sold all his tools. I bet he doesn't want anything to do with anything like that ever again. I definitely don't want these vice grips. Gary, you want to go to Home Depot? No, sir, I do not. Where's the return aisle? <laughs> what is in the grooves? Don't ask. Don't ask. You can get it out if you just run it through the wash. Ugh. Oh, well, on that note. Just put it on pots and pans. Oh, gross. <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port uh, and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one and the words millions pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Chris Porter. And you can find the pod on Instagram at the words one millionth pod. That's word, that's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. Nailed it. Uh, and as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the one millionth podcast we thank you for listening but also fuck you get inoculated
Isn't it so nice that it's like 70 degrees here? <laughs> what up, middle America? <laughs>